This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hi, it's Claire Kimball here, the founder of The Squiz. This week marks six years of putting out The Squiz Today podcast and I just wanted to say a huge thank you for listening. If you love what we do, and we hope you do, please tell your friends about us. It's all the birthday present we could ever need. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday the 6th of July. In your Squiz Today, interest rates rise... Nick Kyrgios is charged with assault, a natural disaster is declared in New South Wales, and getting you across the gentle minions. This is your Squiz Today. Claire, as expected, the Reserve Bank raised official interest rates for the third month in a row, which means we're talking economic matters straight off the bat today. The 0.5% rise takes the cash rate to 1.35%. And when you think about the fact that we were at 0.1% just three months ago, it's the steepest rise since the early 90s. It's all about withdrawing stimulus from the economy. It's part of the post-COVID recovery, according to RBA boss Philip Lowe. That's one thing to manage, but the RBA also has inflation on its mind too. Take us through those numbers as well before we unpack the correlation between interest rates and inflation. So inflation, of course, is the rise in prices. The way our officials measure that is through the CPI, which is the Consumer Price Index. Uh, Where that index is at is that prices are rising 5.1% a year at the moment. We'll find out a bit more what happened between April and June, a bit later this month, but 5.1% is well above the Reserve Bank's target range of 2.3%. Also, it's set to get worse. What the experts say is that inflation is heading towards something like 7 or 8% at the end of the year. That all sounds very technical, but if you're like me and going to the supermarket and noticing that you're paying a lot more for the same amount of goods that you were buying just recently, then this is what it's all about. Yeah, and there's no one reason for it. There are supply chain disruptions. We've talked about that a lot. The war in Ukraine, floods, the tight jobs market, all contributing to inflation as well. Interest rate rises seem like a double whammy to layer on top of inflation and the rising cost of living that we're all feeling. But the two are linked, Claire. Raising interest rates is a delicate balancing act of slowing the economy down so that price rises slow down as well. Unpack that for us. Yeah, so the trick is just to put a bit of a handbrake on the economy so that price rises do slow down. Uh, What the policymakers are trying to do, though, is to make sure that they don't impact our economic growth. Uh, Of course, you want the economy to be growing, and that's what's happening at the moment. It's quite unusual to have rising interest rates and rising inflation. So it really is a difficult trick for those policymakers to handle. What we do know is that interest rates will continue to increase some say as high as 3.5%, so well and truly more than double what they are at the moment. The difficulty is, of course, for those people who have mortgages uh, and in the immediate term, they're paying higher prices and higher mortgages. But what the experts say is that over the longer term, as we get into next year, things should be better. Lots going on. It's a tricky time for the economy. As for the government's economic plan, we'll know more when they hand down their budget in October. In news that broke last night, tennis player Nick Kyrgios has been charged with one count of common assault here at home, Claire. It's in relation to his former partner, Kiara Pasari. 
The Canberra Times says that Kyrgios grabbed Pisari, and that's what that charge of common assault relates to. Uh, his barrister says that it's in the context of a domestic relationship and that the nature of the allegation is serious and that Kyrgios is taking it very seriously. He's going to appear in court in Canberra on the 2nd of August, so he's got a bit of time to go before that happens. Uh, Pisari and Kyrgios were in quite a stormy relationship. It was well documented on social media. These days he has a new partner. Her name is Costine Hartsey. She's in the UK with Kyrgios uh, as he's going through his Wimbledon campaign. Kyrgios has made no comment on the charge so far. As you say, he's currently competing at Wimbledon. He takes on Chilean Christian Garin in the quarterfinal tonight. That'll be on at 11.45pm. Back home and on to an update on the weather conditions in New South Wales now. With at least 50,000 people now under evacuation orders, the federal government has declared this round of flooding to be a natural disaster. Yeah, so what happened yesterday was that floodwaters rose in a number of areas to a level that was higher than was expected. Uh, yesterday we talked about 32,000 people being under evacuation orders. Uh, as you say, now 50,000. So when you're looking across Greater Sydney, including that Hawkesbury and Nampean catchments, things are pretty dangerous. Uh, what's happening now is that eyes are turning to the central coast and further than that, uh, the weather system that has troubled that part of Sydney is now heading north. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is due to arrive back home this morning after his whirlwind European trip. He's expected to join New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet in visiting flood-affected areas today. In international news, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson's leadership is again looking shaky, with two high-profile ministers in his government resigning. And by high-profile, we mean the Chancellor, so their equivalent of the Treasurer, and the Health Minister, Claire. Yeah, they are big names in the Johnson government. Uh, Chancellor Rishi Sunak and the Health Secretary, Sajid Javid, uh, have gone. They say they don't have confidence in his leadership anymore, uh, and they also say that they want the government to be conducted and this is the quote, uh, properly, competently and seriously. Uh, It comes as Johnson faces another scandal, uh, this time about the appointment of an MP named Chris Pincher uh, to a whip's position. Basically, a whip is the person within the party when you get into parliament who wrangle all the MPs to make sure that they're in the chamber voting at the right time and voting the right way. So it's one of those positions that comes with a bit of extra money. Johnson's team said that he was unaware that there were sexual misconduct complaints against him when he was appointed to that position just recently. Uh, Turns out Johnson did know. Johnson says that it was a mistake and he apologises for it. It was only a month ago that he survived that internal leadership vote, Claire, after the Partygate scandal. Under the current rules, he can't face another no-confidence vote for 12 months, but reportedly there are some backbenchers agitating for a rule change before the Parliament goes on their summer break. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. 
Over to the Vatican, it wasn't long ago that rumours started to swirl that Pope Francis could be retiring. He's put those rumours to rest, Claire. The thought has never entered his mind. Didn't enter his mind. He's not going to resign anytime soon. Uh, But what the 85-year-old has said is that he would step down if he became physically unable to continue in that role. It's very unusual for popes to resign. Uh, In fact, his predecessor, Pope Benedict, was the first to step out of that role since 1415. Mm. Usually what happens is you get the job and you die there. So it's quite an unusual thing to be contemplating resignation. He says his knee is fine. He says he's got a bit of work to do on that. Uh, His knee was one of the issues that really did set these rumours racing. Uh, He had an accident. He had a bit of a fall. uh, And there were some who were saying that he wasn't looking so good. With that improvement to his knee, he's back on the international travel. He's heading to Canada later this month. He also says he wants to visit visit Russia and Ukraine after that to try to help in some way. Now, this is one that I'd noticed popping up across the socials. Big groups of teenage boys, Claire, going to the movies to see the latest Minions dressed in suits. What is going on here? Well, first thing to comment on is I would know that that's coming into your socials because you're very socially plugged in. Uh, Second point to note is you might want to change your algorithm a bit if you've got teenage boys (laughs) going to Minions popping up in your feed. (laughs) Just might want to reflect a bit on that, Larissa. Okay, noted, noted. (laughs) But look, this is getting quite a bit of international attention. It's gone viral, as the cool kids say, Uh, and it's not just viral here in Australia. It is around the world. Why they're doing this, why kids around the world are doing this, it's really just part of the meme life. It's just so funny to do things for no reason. Seems a very teenage boy rationale. So if you see groups of young dudes in suits lining up for the cinemas, know that they are calling themselves a group of gentle minions and that that session is likely to be pretty rowdy. (laughs) Squiz the day, Claire, what are you taking note of today? Look, it's not my dream dinner party, but these are an interesting group of people who are having birthdays today. Uh, The Dalai Lama, George W. Bush, Sylvester Stallone, Jeffrey Rush, Mm -hmm. Hilary Mantel and 50 Cent, I reckon, (laughs) around a dinner party table. That could be quite interesting. Yeah, I probably wouldn't turn down an invite to that dinner party. It would be uh, pretty eclectic. For me, it is International Kissing Day today, so uh, pucker up for your loved ones. That's all from us. Have a good one. We'll be back tomorrow.